Brad, have you uh, have you seen Sean? Uh, no, I think he said he was going on a trophy hunt. Oh, <laughs> that uh, that might take him a while. It take him a real long while. I saw I saw Dora's map. It, it doesn't look like it ends for anytime soon. <laughs> this is Red Card Radio. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you're tuning in. Thanks for listening. Red Card Radio is a weekly look at the Premier League from usually three friends who support different clubs. Tonight's just Brad and I. Um, but as always, my name is James. I support Arsenal. With me is Brad. He supports Chelsea Foot Club, football club. We're missing, club. yeah, yeah, whatever. I misspoke. Whatever. It's, it's all good. We're, we're starting off high. Um, we're missing <laughs> Sean. Sean is our resident Tottenham Hotspur supporter. He is away on business this week. So uh, I guess I guess we'll have to figure out uh, if if just two people can do this podcast. We started with four, and now we're down to two. <laughs> if this. Uh, if we keep going, I'm just going to be talking about football to by myself in this room. But uh, yeah, it's getting there. As always, though, before we get started tonight, um, we just we do just ask that you hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, share this podcast with a friend, do something with it, uh, interact with us in the comments if you can. If if you like, if you're on YouTube and you stop, if you're like, man, I can't keep listening, just let it keep playing. Just let it keep playing. Let that algorithm think that people are watching to the end. Let's trick. Yeah. Let's trick Google, everybody. Yeah, let's let's stick it to Google as a group. Okay, all number of you who are subscribed to us. Let's trick 32. Google. Well, I wasn't gonna say it, Brad. I we need more, but but let's trick Google. That's the plan. Let's um, trick Google. We would normally ask Sean how people like what what might happen to someone if uh, if they didn't do those things. I don't know, Brad. Have you do you have a, a mild inconvenience that you want people to to avoid? I I do. Oh, um, okay. you know, if, if you don't like, comment, subscribe, give us five stars, then uh, you might just end up in a hotel with your boss on the night you're supposed to record a podcast. Ooh, that would, that would be be harsh, right? Wouldn't it? Yeah. And sharing the hotel room. It's not like you have separate hotel rooms, but you're sharing a hotel room. Oof. Oof. No space. That's no good. That's no good. That would be very inconvenient. Very. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so if you could uh, do all those things, we really appreciate it, guys. So tonight... Uh, as always, as we're going to do, we're going to hit look at your comments uh, from last week. Um, we're going to talk about the results in Europe in the EPL from last week uh, before we look forward to um, we have midweek matches in the uh, EFL Cup. So the uh, the Carabao Cup, uh, the League Cup, whatever you're referring to it as, uh, that's midweek. Uh, and then we've got the EPL back for match day six uh, this weekend coming up. Um did you? Oh, okay, I thought you were gonna say something. Brad. Anyway, uh, so comments, comments, comments. Um, both, both from uh, from YouTube, from our our regulars, uh, Jimmy and Will. Uh, Jimmy, of course, our, our resident Liverpool supporter. He uh, he was very. Uh, so exact quote was he was gutted by the Elliot injury. So pretty upset over the uh, the Elliot injury. He was definitely looking forward to getting to see Harvey Elliott perform this year. Um, and he's, he, he says uh, he's getting pretty tired of this uh, injuries happening to uh, LFC players. It does, it does seem over the last 
year, year and a half that Liverpool have sustained quite a few injuries. Um, that's, uh, yeah. Isn't that, isn't that when they signed somebody from Arsenal to like look after the back staff? <laughs> the physio. Yeah. They signed yeah. Arsenal's physio. I mean, we traditionally uh, have had poor run uh, of, uh, of health uh, at Arsenal. And then, so- yeah, but I, I, I don't, I don't know if Liverpool retained him or not this season. I'm not sure. Say, do you think Arsenal gave him a good reference just to get him gone? I mean, it's entirely possible. I may or may not have done that a couple of times. but It's, it's so. entirely possible. I mean, his next comment is about Ox, um, and we may or may not have gotten 30 or $35 million from Liverpool for Ox. Um, but uh, we were saying last week, the three of us, <clears throat> we, were, we were maybe – supposing that the reason why ox didn't leave this summer uh was because he offered a level of versatility and utility to jurgen klopp that he knew that in ox he had that if he were to sell ox he would not um it would not have been replaced that level of versatility and jimmy doesn't uh doesn't really see the versatility that we're attributing to him he uh he doesn't think that ox has the pace he used to he doesn't really control the ball very well and uh, he could play on the wing but poorly um, so, so he would love to be proven wrong about Alex Oxlade Chamberlain, but he doesn't. He doesn't think that Ox is the play anymore. Um, I, 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 I can definitely see the the concern that he's lost pace um, after his injury uh, two years ago. I mean, the dude was was running all over people for Arsenal. Um, and that was one of the reasons why he was so heavily sought after. Both Chelsea and Liverpool heavily, heavily courted Ox um, when he, when Ox decided he wanted to leave Arsenal. And so, I mean, I, he definitely has lost some amount of his game. I, he's always he's also suffered from the the Arsenal syndrome where uh, he wants to play central, but he broke into the team on the wing, and this was during Wenger's time at Arsenal, is that like a lot of players thought that they were central players and Wenger would move them to the wing and they would flourish <laughs> and then they'd be like no but I want to play in the middle and so he'd be like okay we'll try and so Ox wasn't playing in the middle for Arsenal he wants to play in the middle he leaves Arsenal he's not playing in the middle for Liverpool he wants to be playing in the middle for Liverpool so it's kind of the same situation for him yeah. uh, at Liverpool that he had <clears throat> at Arsenal I mean I, I have a soft spot for, for Ox I like Ox um, think he's a good dude. Um, I would love to see him playing well, uh, as long as it's not against Arsenal. Um, I think he, I think he makes the bench now, but I think Henderson and, and Thiago will fill in for Elliot. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, yeah, so. yeah. I think he's a run out every now and then. will be fine. Yeah, he'll he'll probably be like the the second or third sub in most games, depending yeah. on depending on the situation. In my opinion. That kind yeah, of seems they get like, some rest. Yeah, that seems like his position. Play, play in yeah. the FA Cup, play in the Carabao Cup, play in the last couple group stage matches if they don't mean anything in the Champions League. Um, yep. Or play in the Premier League if you're leading up to a very important Champions League match. Um, so uh, that's what Jimmy had for us this week. Oh, he he did have another comment uh, about you, Brad. Yeah. Um, yeah. He he, uh, he he Wrong. thought he thought Chelsea were very fortunate to get three points against Villa. Um, he thought that Villa played very well and that it, it, the game ends in a draw if Mendy doesn't have the game that he had. Um, and he fin- finishes a statement that he thinks that uh, Villa could surprise people this year. 
Oh yeah, I definitely think Villa is a much better team. Um, they they played they played well. I don't think Chelsea was lucky to win. I think when you pay ninety eight mil for a striker, you expect to win these games, yeah. right? Yeah, he gets his chances. He puts it in the net. That's what he's there to do. See, so. I I disagree with the thought process that Villa are going to surprise people this year. Um, oh, okay, I think that Villa were good last. Okay, you could maybe maybe in the sense I think I made the argument last week that I think that they're going that their levels have dropped some without Grealish. I I don't remember if that was my argument last week, but thinking on it, it might possibly have been my argument last week. Um, but I don't think Villa's. I mean, like Villa are traditionally, or at least in my eyes, recently they are the like you know like tenth. Like they're they're kind of vying for low Europa League spots. Like that's kind of their their goal, their aim, their aspiration is like fighting for Europa League spots. So like, I don't know. I I don't I don't think that they're really punching above their weight necessarily. Um, I mean, Chelsea is clearly one of the best teams in the country, one of the best teams in Europe, um, and so you, you kind of expect them to beat most teams right now. Uh, but Villa, um, I don't know. I think Villa. I think Villa will have a good season. I think they'll have a decent season. I don't think that they're in threat for relegation, and I think that they'll finish high in the top in the bottom half of the table. I think you know they might sneak into the top half of the table. I think it's possible. So, um, we're gonna move on to Will's comments. Uh, Will had a few. Um, he uh, he defended you, Brad, in your thought about the Arsenal goal in the uh, game against Norwich and you were wondering how it wasn't a offside. Um, and he was saying that during the broadcast and on the replay uh, that's in the, the highlight package for YouTube, it doesn't show it very well that the ball is passed to Oba from an Arsenal player. Um, he, he, he defends you in that sense, but he has a bone to pick with you because you, for, oh. you forgot to post the Chiellini shirt. So the, oh. the exact, the exact no. quote is, I'm going to post the Chiellini shirt after this London Derby. And Will says, just checked Twitter. Oh. Don't see anything. So, Te- Hey, look, even if I post it tonight, technically it's after the London Derby. I mean, you could post it tonight before I upload this podcast to the internet and you might beat them. Uh, that's could, the plan you could do it right now and you're still beating this podcast to publish so um right it will it will be done before we are published so <laughs> then you're wrong again will it is out while you're listening to this no brad is not the uh, paragon of morality when it comes to the timing of posts hey, and whether hey, or not people when, are right or wrong when he hears this when he watches this on youtube <laughs> will the shirt be up Sure, let's go for it. Yeah, I bet it exactly. Will. Actually, I'm not even sure it will be. Um, it might not be. <laughs> we had a conversation, uh, I think, when we were talking about Spurs um, last week about how, like, center backs, it's important for center backs to position themselves and, like, blocking shots and things like that. And uh, he was, he, Will was talking about uh, an interview uh, from Giorgio Chiellini a few years ago and was talking about that there needs to be an understanding between defender and goalkeeper and how when a player gears up to shoot, the defender needs to block off, try and block off about half the goal and, and allow the keeper, trust that the keeper is going to block off the other half of the goal. Um, that's actually exactly what I was referencing as well. Um, it's the same interview that I was thinking about when I was making those comments last week. Um, so I, I just go back to... Uh, to Giorgio and will you asked how much Lego Legos were playing paying for the product placement last week um they weren't but shout out uh, to the Lego Corporation if you want to sponsor us uh feel free we're here for it we're here yeah. for it I, I'm thinking I, I might reach over and grab the other 
set of Legos that I'm working on right now, but maybe I'll just throw that in the background next week, Legos. You'll hit me up, hit us up. Ooh. We're at info.redcardradio at gmail.com. Just, you know, shoot us, you know, talk to us. We'll, we'll work you know, something we, out. We, yeah, we, we can have a Lego set with the RCR logo on there. I'm I mean, here for it. So Legos, nope. they just released, or maybe a couple months ago, they released an old Trafford Lego set, and they just released a Camp New, Camp Now Lego they, set. So, and, and they have a, a Sanford Bridge one, too. I don't make this happen. I don't know if Stanford Bridge one, Stanford Bridge one is official, or if that's one of the like the Lego design ones. I don't know if like it's a box you get from Legos. Oh, we have to double check that. But I saw anyway, it on, on on the Chelsea FC one. We're getting a little a little long. Long story, long story short, Legos. Yo, talk to us. We're we're down for some sponsorship. We're down for some some mutual benefit here. Um, but long story short, nothing. They're not paying me. Um, I wish they were. Uh, and that's it. That's those were the comments from last week. Uh, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna shift our focus uh, to to some football that was played last week. We got a lot of football to cover. So oh, I get that. But where's the table? Uh, we're gonna look at the table when we talk about the Premier League. Because uh, okay. I want to start in Europe. Um, okay. Because if I'm thinking chrono- chronologically from last week, we had Europe first. And then the Premier League. I know you're chomping at the bit to look at the, I can't look wait. At the table. I want to see that table. I understand it. We will get to it, man. Um, but in Europe, uh, <laughs> and I kind of, I, I was making jokes last week about putting up like the the big games, uh, only only highlighting the big games. Um, and I, I I started with Young Boys versus United, and I was like, oh, we're starting <laughs> off the the Champions League with the big games of the the champions of Switzerland versus uh, Manchester United. Um, and I said that jokingly because I anticipated that Manchester United were going to smash Young Boys, and uh, uh, spoiler, they did not. They lost two to oh, one. They lost two to yes. one. Uh, Aaron Wan Bissaka had a red card, which changed the tide of the game, and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo had a goal in the first half, and Young Boys came back in the second half with two unanswered to win the game. Uh, I love that. It makes me. me la- it makes me laugh. Um, but I mean, United are probably still going to progress in that group long long term. Um, it made me very happy to watch that. Bar- uh, Barcelona were hosting Bayern Munich and lost uh, by a score of three nil. So Bayern Munich go to Barcelona and beat them three to nil. Chelsea hosting Zenit. Chelsea get a one nil victory over the Russians. Um, that seems like you should have probably, you know, definitely. That, that's a game that probably you hope. You get a little bit more goal difference there. Um, yes, we, we we did not play super well, but again, give somebody ninety eight bill, you expect him to grab a win from a draw. Yeah, I, Zenit deserved the draw. Zenit deserved the point from that game, but Lukaku's Lukaku. You give him an opportunity, he's going to take it, and he did. Yeah, I mean, oh. I, I I definitely see that. Um, it's just uh, the other two teams in that in that uh in that group are Juventus and Malmo. Um, so, I mean, in, in, in all honesty, like that's a Chelsea Juve move on kind of situation advance. Um, yeah. Uh, Cause in the other match in that, in that group, uh, Juve beat Malmo three nil. Um, I also yeah. made a joke at Will that he didn't respond to in the comments. So whatever, man uh, on Wednesday, uh, Manchester city and Leipzig, uh, you know, just didn't play any defense. Um, and the game ended six to three. In favor hockey over there. In favor of City. Yeah. Uh Pep and the boys were scoring for fun. Uh 
and so it, I, I didn't realize this was a thing uh, yet until I was watching the game on, on, on Wednesday, but Liverpool hosted Milan, and AC Milan had never traveled and played an away game at Anfield in the Champions League. Ow. So the most storied, the most successful Ow. Italian team in Europe against the most successful English team in Europe, they had never met in at Anfield. I, oh, thought, wow. I thought that was really interesting. Um, <clears throat> or at least that was my understanding. Maybe someone's going to correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought that's what I heard in the broadcast. Um, because now I'm saying that, I'm getting second. I'm, I'm, I'm being self-conscious about whether or not that's a true, true, true statistic or not. Um, but that game was awesome. <laughs> that game was a lot of fun. Um, Liverpool went up 1-0 in the first half. AC Milan scored two goals right at like the end of the first half to go into halftime up 2-1. And uh, Liverpool come back, and Jordan Henderson had an absolutely stunning goal to win, oh, yeah. to win the game. Uh, it was sublime. Didn't go. Milan have an own goal, I think I saw? Or was it? I, th- like, I th- It was registered an own goal, but yeah, it probably should have been. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, and then the other game that we're highlighting on Wednesday was the Inter Milan-Real uh, Madrid match, which Real Madrid won one nil um i don't i mean other than the young boys result in a match day one i don't know if they were any major upsets um at least none none in the games that we highlighted um i'd have to go back and look at at the champions league picture as a whole um but um i would say for for england a pretty good week um you would have expected united to beat young boys but i think uh with the exception of that, you, you could kind of maybe give United a pass because they were down to 10 men. No. I mean, you might be able to give no. United a pass because they were down to 10 men. I'm not saying you, you, I'm not saying you, you should say, give them a pass, but I'm saying but, it's possible. I think losing a right back is different than losing a center back. Agreed. So I don't, I don't know. The amount of talent on that Manchester United team should have been able to take care of that at 10 men. Well, to be fair, the game would have ended in a draw. I don't know if you watched that, but I was watching. But Jesse Lingard had yeah. an absolute brain dead yes. moment where he yes. goes to goes to pass back to his keeper in the ninety fourth minute, and or like <laughs> and yeah. 90, ninety something minute. Like it was super late in the game, and he just yep. passes it super softly, and the the young boys player just picks it up. Uh, uh, in, uh, on it. U.S. men's national team player. I forget what his name is, but he's an American. Yes. Uh, yes, I saw that. I feel bad that I don't remember who he is now. Um, <clears throat> But he hops on it and scores scores the winner. Um, took it very well. He he scored it very well. But it was a brain dead play by Jesse Lingard. Um, yes. So, but yeah. Um, looking at the Europa League, um, West Ham went were away to Dynamo Zagreb. Uh, they won two 0 So that, that's a, I think it's an impressive result for for West Ham. Um, going to some of those Eastern European countries to play in the Champions League to play in the Europa League. That's not oh, yeah. not always easy, um, oh. you know. I, Especially with COVID. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just generally, but just generally speaking, going to uh, Eastern Europe is not generally very easy. Um, and West Ham clearly uh, handled their business. Um, Leicester had Napoli come to town, and they drew two two, which I I don't think is a bad result for Leicester. If you think about Napoli and the way their season has started, they are um, undefeated in Syria. They are top of the table in Syria, so Napoli is playing very well right now. And to you know get a two-two draw, I, I, I intended to watch that game on Thursday. I did not watch that game on Thursday. It probably would have been a lot of fun to watch. Um, so I'm not really entirely sure on the uh, on the uh, like the merits of the match in terms of like 
you know, who should have won, things like that. But just looking at it on paper, I don't think that that's a bad result necessarily for Leicester. Um, generally, you want to win your win your home games in the group stage, uh, but that's the general like route to progressing. So it's, it's clearly a better result for Napoli than it is for Leicester, but I don't necessarily think it's a terrible result for Leicester. Um, and this kind of brings us to the uh, the funny the funny result uh, is that Spurs rolled out a like like they're basically their first eleven yeah. in the Conference League, and they drew two two. Um, Who? Uh, it's Rennes. Rennes, uh, yep. Rennes or whatever it is. Um, however, you, Rene, it's, Rene. It's, a, it's a French French word. I think. Let me just double check it. Spurs conference league um but anyway uh two two that's uh <laughs> yep not a good result for them in my opinion and, uh, and they didn't look that good yeah uh it's just i i you know i don't know you expect spurs to i i expect spurs to win well, to to win that competition um mm-hmm. and that's why i've been saying spurs should play the children in that competition because if you play the children you have an excuse for losing if you play your first team and you don't win um that's unacceptable in my opinion i agree so that's what's uh that's what's happened in uh in europe uh what you know as a a chelsea fan are you uh clearly you're probably pretty happy with chelsea's result very excited yes starting Um, our, our defense of the champions league trophy does it does, going for the quadruple? Does it concern you at all? Um, thinking about your group, uh, that uh, Juve beat Malmo three 0 No. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. Juve have two points in Syria through four games right now, so they're uh, they are not playing particularly well right now. Um, so they don't look as fierce as they normally do at this point in the season. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I, and they're playing so poorly. Like, have they gotten a win yet? In no. No. So, yeah, that's how I thought. So like I'm not, draws, I'm, not I'm really losses. not worried. Yeah. Um I think the the Liverpool result is good for Liverpool. Um Definitely. Especially on the uh the balance of of the way that game looked. Um I think that's a really good good result, good uh comeback win for them. Um but yeah, I think most of the English teams are in in a good position to advance. Um So All right, let's uh, let's talk about the EPL. Uh so as Brad really wants me to do and Please pull I, up the table. I, I will acquiesce to Brad. Um, here is the Premier League table as it sits after match day three, or match day five, excuse me, match day five. So through five matches, um, a, who is it? Joint top. I, I, it's alphabetized right now, but joint top of the table is Chelsea and Liverpool, both on thirteen points, both with a plus eleven goal difference, same exact score uh, goals for. So. Uh, Chelsea is listed above Liverpool alphabetically right now, but Chelsea is number one. Um, Do you think it's because we have the goal, like the draw goal was away goals? No. no. I'm, I'm just curious. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure if this is the way that the... Uh, so if we fast forward to match day 38 and all these things are the same and you guys drew another match between each other and everything else is the same, I think it goes to like a coin toss. <laughs> I think technically that's what wow. it goes to. It might okay. it might go to a one-game playoff. I don't know. That's what it should go to, but um, I don't know what the tiebreaker is specifically. Um, it probably is a one-game playoff, would be my guess. Um, that's the only fair way to do it. A coin toss to determine who would win the league would be absolutely garbage. So it's probably a one-game playoff. 
Anyway, also on 13 points is Manchester United. Uh, those are the three teams uh, on 13 points. Uh, Brighton and Hove Albion. James's pick to be relegated this year. Yeah. Have 12 points. They're yeah. in fourth place. I don't think they're getting relegated this year. Um, Graham, Potter, <laughs> Graham Potter has them playing well. I, they're not going to finish fourth. They're absolutely not going to finish fourth. But, definitely not. But to have 12 points through four games... Five games. Oh, five games can be it. Twelve points through five games is uh, super impressive. That's uh, a great start to the season. Um, City's in fifth. Everton's in fifth. Both are in sixth. Both with ten points. Then Spurs are in seventh with nine. Move down. West Ham, Brentford, Villa, Watford, Leicester, Arsenal, um, Crystal Palace, Southampton, Wolves, Leeds, and then in the relegation zone we've got Newcastle with two points, Burnley with one point, and uh, Norwich City with zero points good happy yeah all right definitely thank you okay who cool. was that first again uh, liverpool liverpool's in first position oh oh was the other team uh, chelsea. liverpool chelsea. Oh, chelsea. chelsea chelsea's in the first position chelsea football club all right uh forgive my my scene transition here uh working with the anyway um but yeah so talking about that um Looking at the specific results and how we got to that point, uh, Leeds and Newcastle drew 1-1. Wolves lost to Brentford by a score of uh, 0-2. Arsenal beat Burnley, uh, away to Burnley, by a beautiful goal, free kick by Martin Odegaard, uh, 1-0. Liverpool thrashed Crystal Palace 3-0 at Anfield. City and Southampton played to a goalless draw. That's why City lost pace. Um, Norwich lost to Watford 1-3. Villa beat Everton 3-0. Uh, Brighton and Leicester. Uh, Brighton beat Leicester by 2-1. West Ham and Manchester United played. Uh, West Ham lost by a score of 1-2. to uh, And Spurs and Chelsea played. Spurs lost to Chelsea 0-3. to London is blue. Those were the specific uh, results. Um, we will talk about Spurs and Chelsea. We will make fun of Spurs because Sean's not here. Yes. I yes. don't do. Do we want to start there, or do you want to start elsewhere? Let's end there. Okay, Let's end. Do you want to end making fun of Spurs? I want to build to making fun of Spurs. That's uh, like my joy. I'm good with that. Um, okay. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk about the uh, the Liverpool Crystal Palace game, um, because I, I I watched some of it on Saturday. I went back and rewatched the game today. Um, Liverpool. The scoreline of three to nil, I think, is flattering to Liverpool. I don't think Liverpool played poorly, but I, that game was wide open. Um, it was yeah. uh, it was very open in both directions. Both teams had great opportunities. Um, Liverpool clearly capitalized and scored their goals. Liverpool, all three of Liverpool's goals came from set pieces, came from corners. They were all the result of corner kicks. Um, wow. The first one, uh, I, I, I don't know how you let this happen, but Mo Salah was just unmarked. It was a corner kick. Mo Salah <laughs> makes like a three-meter run Uh-oh. and is unmarked, has a free header, um, goalkeeper makes a great save, and Sadio Mane is just there to clean up. Easy clap. Uh, second goal. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. You, you want to hear about uh, 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 Mo Salah being unmarked? Guess what happened on the second goal? Mo Salah gets so, uh, so cross comes in. Uh, Van Dyke is going to fight for it. It gets headed beyond, and whoever's marking Mo Salah just goes on a goes on a walkabout, has a daydream, and Mo Salah is just <laughs> there at the back post to collect, scores a goal, um, two nil. Of course. Uh, and then Kate's goal. Uh, that the third goal was phenomenal. Corner kick gets cleared. Uh, Navigate it, gets it, and just 
like like has a from about like eh, it's 20 20 yards or so just great great form on the volley uh just across the face of goal scores uh, it, it was a beautiful goal go back and watch that highlight because it's, it's it's a great piece of uh great piece of form and technique from him to score that goal but 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 my point about that is that crystal palace didn't look bad um they yeah, had no they had two really bad defensive lapses on header on corner kicks like unforgivably bad um and they got burned for that but they had a lot of opportunities at the other end um benteke was was getting in there zaha was getting in there like and they looked dangerous they just didn't convert on 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 their opportunities they're they're playing very very well Vera has them playing good football interesting football um we saw it last week when 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 they destroyed Spurs. Hey, ah, couldn't wait, couldn't wait. I guess we're starting. Wait. We're starting. We are. We're starting already. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, look, Crystal Palace three O's Spurs, Liverpool three O's Crystal Palace. So is that like a six O Liverpool Spurs? I, or am I, I doing my math wrong? I think that that's how that works. So like, <laughs> thought, yeah, 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 probably, probably. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't want to pretend like that, like like that this result against Liverpool, uh, you know, indicates anything for Crystal Palace. But I just think that the scoreline of that of that match was flattering for Liverpool. I, I think Liverpool were good for three goals. I think that they 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 deserved the victory, but um, Crystal Palace also had a lot of opportunities to score. Um, oh yeah. Also, during that, that, that 10 o'clock window on Saturday morning, Arsenal were away to Burnley. Traditionally, a very difficult match for Arsenal. Traditionally, very difficult. Uh, last year, Burnley did the double over Arsenal. Um, and so, I think, uh, you know, Arsenal fans, at least me, I have trepidation playing Burnley. Um, I just... So, so do Chelsea fans, to be honest. They've been a boogeyman of ours, too. So, I like, mean, I get it. I mean, they, they, they had some... Uh, they got some scalps last year. I think they beat City. Yeah. Um, so like like they they uh, they they had some they had some results last year that they are very sound defensively. Yeah, yeah, I, I I'd say that's true. And they have two big center forwards that just bully bully center backs, and and they tend to uh, get you know get opportunities. Um, mm-hmm. And so like going into that match, you know they had just lost to Everton, I think like three 0 the week before, and so like that. You know, I feel good. They're down at the bottom of the table. I mean, Arsenal are also down near the bottom of the table right now. But like, so I don't know if that really means anything. But Arsenal shouldn't be at the bottom of the table anyway. Um, it's Arsenal, right? And so we 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 only win one nil, and we only score one goal, and it's off of a free kick uh, by Odegaard, which was great. Um, Gorgeous. But uh, I don't know. I don't really know how to feel about that result. Like I'm at the point in this season where I, I'm celebrating every victory and I'm very happy, um, but it just seems like we're uh, we're, we're missing some fluidity um, from midfield to attack, and it almost seems like we're we're almost a little bit too willing to pass the ball around the back for too long. And that teams are kind of sitting off us and like, okay, we're not going to really press you that hard. You're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to break us down, and we're not breaking people down. And I think that's kind of why it seemed like Arteta went with both Odegaard and Smithrow this week was to try and um, those are both of our most creative midfielders and try and yeah. create uh, uh, you know opportunities. And and you know Pepe uh, didn't play this week. It was uh, 
right? Pepe, did Pepe play? If he played, he I don't remember him. I, I now I, I say that and I don't, I can't remember. Yeah. Maybe he did. Got you. Maybe he did play. I don't remember. He did play. It yeah. was a four-one-four. Yeah, he did play. Okay, he was unremarkable. I didn't remember him. Did I can't remember him being on the pitch at all. And that's sad. He even came off. He played the whole game. Ah, that's that's sad. Oh. What did he do? I, I'm uh, legit trying to remember. Because I watched okay. the whole game. I was on the couch. My kids were gone. So I could watch the match. Oh, sweet. Yeah. My, yeah. Wa- my wife, That's the best, isn't it? My wife took the kids. I was watch- folding laundry and watching Arsenal. And that's what that's what we do in America on Saturday mornings when our kids aren't around. So we fold laundry and watch fold football. Laundry. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys picked up on the door thing, but this is what happens when you get two dads. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so... I don't know. I think that that's something that Arsenal clearly need to solve. I think we look good. We're looking better defensively. Um, but I think the next, the real test is next week. Because it seems like Arsenal and Spurs are probably at similar levels right now. And I think that that will be an interesting an interesting match coming up the North London Derby. Um, I was going to say, did you guys steal their juju? Because like, now you guys are doing the 1-0 thing. Hold on. To be fair, in a row. To be fair 1-0 to the Arsenal is a famous scoreline. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have a chant. We wouldn't have a song that sung at every Arsenal match, one nil to the yeah. Arsenal, if it wasn't yeah. if it wasn't an Arsenal thing. So um, okay, but you know when you guys were losing, I mean, uh, hey, when five we, nil, when we two lo- nil, when, two nil. When we lose, we lose spectacularly. Okay, <laughs> all right. If you're gonna lose, you might as well get get blown out. Yeah, <laughs> get all tied and messed up. Yeah. Um. So also also on Saturday at ten o'clock, City. Uh, Southampton played to a, a nil-nil draw. Um, yep. There were some interesting things that happened in this match. Um, Kyle Walker was red-carded. Uh, a penalty was awarded to Southampton that VAR overturned. Oh, I do want to go back to the Arsenal hey. match real quick. Real quick. Um, we got a VAR decision. What? We got a VAR. So Aaron Ramsdale no. was, was called for a penalty. Um, he come, He's coming out, and he, he's he, it's one-on-one with the keeper. Aaron Ramsdale goes down to uh, like to get the ball, to de- deflect the, the ball, and... Uh, it's unclear during like the live the run of play, and so Anthony Taylor points to the spot, calls a penalty. Of course, VAR. Because that's what Anthony Taylor does. VAR accurately applies the the replay, shows Anthony Taylor the entire moving replay, um, and uh, the entire video, and it's very clearly seen on VAR that Aaron Ramsdale wins the ball first, um, before making slight contact with the player. So uh, calls overturned, and uh, oh, so. Arsenal so he watched the rejoice. whole thing? Yeah, he watched the whole what? thing. He watched the whole thing. Are yeah. you sure? Yeah. It wasn't just a picture of an unconsequential moment. Yeah. So it was okay. My wife wow. was home. My wife was home at that point when it happened. And I looked at her and I said, They're gonna this penalty's gonna stand. I just looked at her and I said, This penalty's gonna stand. There's no way yeah. there's no way it gets overturned. And then they overturned it and I was flabbergasted. Um so maybe 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 we're turning turning a new leaf. Um but but back to the to the Manchester City Southampton game. So Kyle Walker, um, like, just like takes out a South the Southampton attacker. Um, yeah. So the Southampton destroys him. Yeah, just like comes across his entire body, doesn't make an attempt to play the ball in the penalty area, and 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 takes him down. And uh, kind of in this in a similar, uh, if you think about the Arsenal Chelsea match, where my I was complaining about Reese James. Reese James was playing the space, kicked Saka, didn't play the ball, and. Reese James sure. gets Reese James gets away with it, and and also Kyle Walker gets away with it because VAR comes in has uh, 
I think it was John Moss, take a look, and they overturned the call. No penalty, no foul. I was shocked. Um, I, you know, I would suggest you all go take a look. YouTube has the highlights of the city um, Southampton match and make your own determination for it. For it, but I really, to me, it looked like a penalty. Um, and then uh, at the end of the match, City put the ball in the back of the net. Raheem Sterling put the ball in the back of the net, and the call, the goal is disallowed for offside. Um, Phil Foden, uh, so ball comes in, Phil Foden heads the ball towards goal, uh, goalie makes a save, and then both Phil Foden and Raheem Sterling converge on the ball and are like kicking it at the same time. It comes off Sterling, ball goes in the net, Sterling's offside. Now Sterling's, Sterling's offside by like half of his foot. So it's not like toenail offside, it's like a, it's like a half, a whole half of his physical foot, um, but man, he looked, it was so close to being even. And honestly, if he doesn't score it, I still think Phil Foden scores the rebound. Like, so like, it's super, Isn't that the worst? super harsh. Like if, if and, and Sterling doesn't know that, right? Like a part of me is, wants to be like, yo, Sterling, why would you do that? Like, don't be selfish. Let Foden score the goal and, and you win the game. But then it's like, there's no way Sterling knew he was offside. Like, right. Yeah. He thought he was onside. He's got to try and score it. Um, of course, you have to try to kick that ball. That's unfortunate for City. Um, it's a great result for Southampton going away to, to Manchester City um, at the empty hod, uh, you know, in front of in front the of empty the, hod. Yeah, yeah <laughs> the empty hod. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the empty hod. Yeah, yeah, the empty hod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so yeah. Uh, other other results. Brighton get a great great win against Leicester. Um, I know you have have some thoughts about this Vestergaard handball that was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Tell, tell me. I mean, anytime. Feeling. Listen, listen. That the his arm comes up like this. How is that not blocking? How is that not blocking a goal scoring opportunity? How is that not a red card? So it, it was adjudicated to be a penalty. It was adjudicated to be a foul, but okay. there was no card. I don't think that there was a card applied. And you're salty. I'm about not this. at least a yellow. I'm very salty about this. So, um, but but Leicester should be even saltier because I think they had they had two more goals scored that came back because of offsides, oh. and one was one was weird, one what? was offsides because the uh, Barnes both times was blocking the goalie. It was goalie interference. Oh. That, it was two kill, two kicks, and like he kind of does, but like he's been watching. He's been watching too much hockey. That's, yeah. a, that, that's the play in hockey. It's just stand in front of the goalie and don't let the goalie see. And then, and then deflect it, yeah. Yep, um, and get a little deflection there, yeah. I mean... And I, Brighton scored off of two corners. I hate that. I, I hate the... the. I, I, I wish that that happened more. The call people... Judge people to be offside oh, yeah. for interfering with the goalie. Um, or interfering with defenders. I think that, that, yep. should, that, that should happen more. Um, so I'm happy it happened here. I didn't, watch, I didn't watch the replays. I don't care. I'm glad it happened. Um, uh, the other good game, uh, Brentford showed out against Wolves. Yeah, uh, I think Tony is the real deal. Tony gets it. His goal was awesome, and then he also had a phenomenal assist. Uh, his yeah. strike partner stays on sides. That's a his perfect run. Pass. His, yeah, that run was perfect. Yeah, I I, oh. I don't know if I'm more impressed with the pass for the second goal or the ability to stay on side for the second goal. Um, right because like you can see he has to hesitate and he does it perfectly and then the pass comes in perfectly that just shows you that like yep. that's two players who are um very comfortable with each other and know on that same page yeah, yeah they're on they're they're you know shades of uh Burkamp and Henri uh <laughs> on the same same wavelengths uh 
But yes. Um, and and then two more goals that are pulled out of the back yeah. or offsides. So yeah, Brentford is looking very good. I mean, um, I like the way they're playing. If Sean were here, he would say they just they go forward. That that's their game plan. Go forward. Um, they're like Leeds. We like them. They go forward. It's not working out for <laughs> Leeds, but if it's working out for Brentford, you know, hey, good to go. Yeah. Um, let's do. Bef- let's, let's, before we get to Spurs, let's talk about this yeah. West Ham United game. Uh, so I, I think Gareth Southgate made a phone call. <laughs> Yeah, David Moyes, for all of the praise he deserves for winning away uh, in the Europa League at midweek, kind of has a head-scratcher at the end of this one, uh, bringing on Mark Noble uh, for a penalty um, off the bench. Cold. Yeah. I don't even know if Mark Noble was warming up. He was probably just sitting there. He's like, there's no way I'm coming on. I don't understand why you make this decision, right? I don't either. There's got to be... Unless... Unless you like take penalties at practice and you just realize how utterly garbage everyone on your team is at taking penalties, that you're like, I have to bring on Mark Noble to do it, like ninety seven year old Mark Noble off the bench. Like he like <laughs> Come on. Is he so uh that was my question, right? Because I don't know West Ham football. Is like he like the club legend yes. or like the club old guy? Okay. Yes. He's been so playing. maybe he is just their penalty taker. All right, let's but, let's like, see how long Mark Noble has been playing for for West Ham. How is Declan not taking that ball? I'm like, no, I got this. I, I think Mark Noble has been playing for West Ham the entire time I've been watching, watching football. Um, so let's let's go to his Wikipedia real quick. I started watching football pretty religiously in uh in 2006. Um, he's been a player for West Ham since 2004 um he did have two (laughs) loans he had a loan to hull in 2006 and a loan to ipswich town in 2006 since then all he's done his entire career is play for west ham united so uh okay (laughs) maybe hey he he and i share a birthday interesting he is exactly three years older than me thank you wikipedia wow the things you know i I now like mike mark noble i also found out that he's an arsenal arsenal youth product or he at least was at the arsenal academy for two years i think i'll claim him why not um (laughs) look at that now now you see why he was brought on yeah uh that's yeah so you know uh united rescue their win uh they should have ended in a draw should have ended in a draw but uh david moyes makes a mistake um and I saw some funny commentary on Twitter saying like you know he's he did this to try and uh, try and get a position at Manchester United like try to get the Manchester United manager job um, again. Well, that's the joke. It's like you don't have to do this, David. You've already lost that job. You're not going to get it again. <laughs> so you don't have to bow down to United. Uh, I think that was from like Liverpool supporters. Um, yes, yeah, so that's it's weird. Um, Lingard's goal was gorgeous. Okay, so I just read a random... Yeah, okay, so Lingard's goal. Interesting that it's against West Ham United. Wait, you read the same thing I did? Is it on Wikipedia? Was With it... Michael Owen? No. It was on like... Oh, okay, so this is... on Reddit. I got something else. When this, you're done with this what is, you read. I'm going back to Mark Noble, I so I apologize. Yeah. In, two, in 2020, he was rated as the player with the second highest conversion rate for penalty kicks in the world over the last 20 years. His okay. 90.5% conversion rate was only beaten by... Take a guess. Ronaldo. Robert Lewandowski's. Ooh, uh, that was my second one. Of 91.1. No, it wasn't. Messi was your second. Don't no, lie. Lua. Lua was up there. 
Okay, he was. Up, he might have been up there. up there, but I think I think if I gave you three guesses, I don't know if Lewandowski would have been in the top three. Anyway, as, as goals as he's scoring, neither, anyways, neither here nor there. Yeah, um, it's we'll never know. So maybe maybe David Moyes, uh, you know, was thinking, yeah. you know, ninety point five percent conversion rate. Surely he's going to score. Anyway, uh, go. <laughs> let let's have let's have the Lingard. Your take on the Lingard goal? Uh, his goal, he scored. That was a. It was a gorgeous goal. Apparently, there's a man, uh, Michael Owen. Uh, one of the commentators was pissed that he didn't celebrate the goal. Why would he? He's got respect. Like he, yeah, he was at West Ham and he played phenomenally for them. And like the West Ham fans, when he came on, like they like cheered gave him. him a standing ovation. Yeah, they cheered for him. I, I think so like him putting his hands up. Like, come on now, like. Ronaldo scored against United and puts his hands up. And you're like, oh my gosh, he's so awesome. Slightly different circumstances. Six-month loan sure. versus, you know, club legend. Sure. But, like, yeah, no, Lingard I, got them into Europe. I don't mind. I don't mind being respectful and being like, like, I've really valued my six months here. Um, yeah. I don't mind that. Um, and not, not running away to celebrate. Like, I get it. Yeah, you can and both be, ex- so. but you can also ex- you can also celebrate with your mates in the locker room afterwards. Like, anyway. correct. Um, Brad, Brad, uh, y'all uh, y'all took a trip uh, back up uh, to North London. Tell me, uh, <laughs> tell me about that. Well, how did that? You, you guys have been to North London twice this twice this season. And, so and we and we've and we've and I think our performance against Arsenal, our first half performance against Tottenham, was terrible. Our performance against Arsenal was a lot better than our first half against Tottenham. So, but when you can bring Conte on from the bench true. in the second half, like our subs are Conte and Werner, like that's not fair. So I have a question for you. This match yeah. was was labeled as the carbon like neutral match. So apparently, uh, the match didn't produce any carbon emissions. Uh, they or they were offset all of the carbon emissions for the match were offset through renewable sources and, and green initiatives and things like that. Wow. Um, do you think that uh, oil oligarch Roman Abramovich, owner of Chelsea Football Club, take took issue with this? Um, I think so. And, and sent a directive to the team saying you have to win this game uh, in defense yes. of fossil fuels? Yes, yeah. I, I believe so. Yeah, I think so I, I think he was on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Dougal, get this done. Yeah, I Bring him so. in. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, the content came in, settled down midfield, and then Tottenham just couldn't do anything. Yeah, they the uh, yeah. the midfield three of Conte, uh, Jorginho, and, and uh, Kovacic, Kovacic was, was, was strong. It was very yeah. um, firm, let's say. Yeah. So yeah, when you have somebody that probably should win the Ballon d'Or this year coming off the bench in the forty fifth minute. Okay, so you're Team Conte. I'm Team Conte. I, I think Conte deserves it more than Jorginho. I think Jorginho probably has a stronger resume, but Conte is should be Ballon d'Or winner. Neither one of them should win the Ballon d'Or. Um, oh yeah, I mean you're wrong, but it's okay to be wrong. I don't know who should win it. Uh, actually, I do have. I have a pick. I have a pick. Yeah, let's hear it. Lewandowski. Okay. Do you know how many goals he scored last year? In, I'm, in Ger- I'm with you in the German Bundesliga. In, yeah. in just the league season, fifty-one broke the uh, all-time goal scoring. Or it might have been more than fifty-one. All I know is that he scored greater than fifty, which was the previous record uh, held by uh, Mueller and uh, okay. Reese's new new record holder. So, Lewandowski. Well, Bayern's won that trophy how many times? Don't care. 
Don't care. Chelsea are setting up for a quintuple this year. Don't care. It's <laughs> it's about the individual player. I'm with you. But do yeah. you think Chelsea is in that Champions League final without Conte? Because I don't. Probably not. No, I don't. I don't think so. Think so it, then I think this is about the individual. Okay. Anyway. Um, the best team, the best player, and the best team in Europe. You think Conte is the best player on Chelsea Football Club? Last year he was. Okay. I'll, maybe I'll, I'll... I think Lukaku might pass him in terms of importance. So it's not Timo Werner. Definitely not. Oh, okay. I, or what about Kepa Asbura? Bra in the Spurs uh, game. Uh, yes, he was. <laughs> he showed out. Let's go. I got nervous. I saw Kepa's name on there, and then he showed out. Let's go. I'm here for it. Kepa redemption angle. I mean, when he goes to the Super Cup, destroying Tottenham dreams. I love it. I mean, the thing is, uh, he's got to play, and he's got to play well if he's ever going to recover in his career and get away from Chelsea. Because um, clearly, well, clearly Mendy's y'all's goalkeeper. Correct, but he needs to play well because we need him to play in January. Is Mendy African? Is Mendy uh, African? I thought mm-hmm. he was French. Afcon. Nope. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Believe. Anyway, believe. we're uh, yeah. Do we want to say anything else funny about Spurs? Um, Eric Dyer. Senegal. Looks, sorry, Senegal. Eric Dyer looks funny. Um, Eric Dyer dyed the ball for Conte goal. Yeah. 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 screws up again and Conte capitalizes Con- bro have you seen the wholesomeness of Conte because he doesn't know what to do when he scores he's just like yeah I mean he's, he's so adorable I'm here for it he's a super humble player he's super humble Very. dude so like uh, yeah. Conte's a good dude um, yeah. let's look forward let's, let's think about matches we got coming up so we got the uh, uh, I don't know what the EFL stands for English Football League uh, English Cup. Okay, so the EFL Cup, the Carabao Cup, um, all of the remaining seven Premier League teams are coming back, in, are coming into the uh, the tournament at this point. And that's the uh, the seven English teams that are in, the seven English teams that are involved in Europe. They're now oh. uh, coming into the the competition. So this is, I think, the third round. Uh, City are away to Wycombe, Norwich, and Liverpool play in a Premier League uh, Premier League match. Uh, Arsenal uh, go are hosting AFC Wimbledon. Uh, Chelsea host Villa in another Premier League matchup. Uh, United host West Ham United in a, another Premier League matchup. And Wolves host Spurs in a Premier League matchup. This is not an inclusive list. Uh, these are just a, a, cu- a couple select games that I've selected. Uh, clearly, the teams that we support and also any Premier League, full Premier League matchup I, I, I picked. I didn't I didn't care who uh, Ipswich Town was playing. I apologize to the Ipswich Town <laughs> uh, fans. Uh, you can send your angry anger about that to at Whiteheart underscore Sean on Twitter. Please um, do send yeah, it so, to him because he's the one that told us to say that. Yeah, so he'll he'll handle all of your complaints and he'll get back to you just very promptly. But yeah, yes, um, as soon as his boss leaves the hotel room. <laughs> Literally, that's all we're going to say about the EFL Cup because no one cares about the Carabao Cup around here. We talk about it um, because we must. Um, what do you mean? It's, it's a it's a London Derby for Arsenal, bro. It's right at your level. All right, and so let's talk about uh, <laughs> let's talk about match day, uh, match week six in the Premier League. Uh, so a couple couple I think very spicy matches this weekend. This was a uh, definitely one that the Premier League uh, set up set up well. So. 
kicking off Saturday morning, 7.30 a.m. on the East Coast, 4.30 a.m. if you're watching on the West Coast in America. Um, I don't, uh, what is that, like a, it's like a 12.30 start in England. Um, Chelsea Football Club are hosting the champions, Manchester City, so it's the European champions against the Premier League champions uh, since Thomas Tuchel has taken over at, uh, at, at the Chelsea Football Club. He has not lost I think he's only won three in a row. Yeah. Yep. He's only beaten Pep and Manchester city. So this should be a great match. Um, it seems Number like, five. it seems like city will play the children against Wycombe. So they'll have, uh, have the whole first team, uh, ready for Chelsea. Um, yeah, this, this will be interesting. How, here's the question. How many DMS does uh, Pep play this time? <laughs> so, so he's three, tri- he's tried one, he's tried none he's- and he's tried two, right? Correct. Should I two, one, zero in that order. Yeah, I think he's got to go for three now. Does he? I even, think, I think it has. Does he even have three defensive midfielders? I don't know. I don't know. Is Stone playing the midfield? <laughs> I I just can't wait for the uh, for the the Pep Guardiola. Like they they're so good because they play too tight, but they're so wide. Oh man, please can I get a, can I get that on on repeat, please? Um, yes. Also this weekend, Manchester United are hosting Aston Villa. Everton are hosting Norwich. Leeds hosting West Ham United. Leicester hosting Burnley. Watford hosting Newcastle. Brentford hosting Liverpool. And then on Sunday, Southampton host Wolves. Arsenal host Spurs in the Ooh. first North London derby of the season. And the weekend is rounded out with Palace hosting Brighton and Hove Albion on Monday. So... Like I said, bookended by pretty spicy matches. Chelsea and City, Arsenal and Spurs, and North London Derby. I am very excited about this North London Derby. Um, I think if Arsenal can get a victory, uh, that uh, really helps turn our season around. Um, getting on nine points um, and Spurs also on nine points. Uh, Arsenal three wins in a row, Spurs three losses in a row would be very good. Um, I'm here for three losses in a row. But if I'm being honest oh. with you, I think I I'm just I'm concerned personally about Arsenal's attack and our ability to score goals against Liver uh, against Tottenham, who have statistically been pretty resolute defending this year. Um, and this just screams to me it's like a Harry Kane uh, uh, breakaway goal, uh, counterattack goal. Um, Harry Kane can't run this year. A, B, they, this this Tottenham Spurs defense just gave up six goals in two games. Yes, sorry, eight goals in three games. Yes, but but think about it. Arsenal are not scoring lots of goals. Okay, I think we've scored two goals. I think we scored two goals this season, Brad. Yeah, I don't um, think this game's going to be. I think Chelsea City is going to be flatter than people think, and I think Arsenal Spurs might be more exciting. I. Um, I think Arsenal Spurs ends up being the better game because of the game plan that Pep's going to want to use. I, I don't think that's going to be a super interesting game. I think you're going to see a lot of passing around the back um, and then trying to control Lukaku. And I think I don't think my boy Money May starts that game. I think Timo's going to start that game with uh, Lukaku up front. That would be a terrible decision by Tuchel. I think I think Mays needs some time off. Like I think he needs a couple of games of rest. I think he's tired because like he hasn't been playing well in the past two games. So I, I think he needs a rest. Yeah, but um, um, I'm I'm okay with giving him a rest. But uh, don't play Timo Werner. Anyone? 
with Timo Werner. I think this is going to be. I think Timo versus Timo and Lukaku up top is going to be interesting because what do you do as defenders? You have to stay tight to Lukaku, but you can't let Timo into space. I mean, you can because he has yeah. issues scoring. My, my Did you see Havertz be a bro on the last German game? No. Like Timo, uh, so Timo uh, shoots the ball. It hits the post, but like bounces and it's about to like almost bounce out, but it rolls in and Havertz has his foot ready to kick it and then just stops and that's the ball roll in for Werner to have the goal. <laughs> <laughs> um, that that reminds me of the Phil Foden and uh, Raheem Sterling. Maybe that's the right yeah. point. What if Havertz, Havertz was not Havertz was not offside though, no. but correct. Um, yeah, I, I so I can see what you're saying um, is that Pep is going to try and frustrate Tuchel and uh, you know death by a thousand passes and uh, just play slow and try and nick a goal and win one nil. Um, but uh, you know I don't this this Arsenal and Spurs game could just possibly be like comedic Dead. comedically good, like just in terms of like uh, just like 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 funny things that have eric dyer doing eric dyer things i think granite shaka will be back oh um, gosh if i'm not mistaken so like, i forgot i forgot yeah. who makes the bigger mistake jaka uh shaka or or dyer oh my gosh i don't know if jaka's gonna this play interesting that's the thing what if i don't know if jaka what will if play. they tackle each other and both get a red card Oof, it's 10 like, on 10 like it's a it's a two-footed tackle into each other from both players. into each other yeah but like when they look at the replay, like like how is this even? It's got to be a red card for both of them. And then it's play. just a drop ball. Who knows, man? Dude, that yeah, that sounds like a, a classic, a classic uh, waiting to happen. I'm I, I should have looked to see who is going to be the match official for these matches, because um, <laughs> it seems like I, you know if I was the Premier League, I would be putting uh, you know uh, Michael Oliver, Anthony Taylor. I would no put, Anthony Taylor there. I would well on which the Arsenal game. Yeah, he's nowhere. He's not allowed to ref Chelsea games. We just had Anthony Taylor last week. So what? What I was gonna Good. say. What I was gonna say, Brad, is I think Michael Oliver is on the City Chelsea game. Yeah. And then I, since Anthony Taylor just refed an Arsenal game, I don't think that he gets an Arsenal game back to back. Um. So maybe we get John Moss or uh, Mike Dean. Oh baby, give Ooh. me Mike Dean. Um. Don't give me Mike Dean. Um. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So yeah, that's a. Uh, that's it. That's all we got. I think, uh, Brad. I, how, how do you feel like this went? You, uh, you, th- you know, think it went well? I think it went really well. You yeah. know, London is blue. There's nothing else to really. There's nothing else to really say. Yeah, man. I think uh, we. Can, I think we just. You know, get rid of Sean. Do we even need him? Uh, I don't know. I mean, his mild inconvenience is a lot easier to come up with when he's true. here. True. True. He is. He is the here for that. He the inconveniencer in chief. That's his yeah. official title, so you guys all know. Um, he's the inconveniencer in chief. Uh, so you We're can put that on the Twitter profile. We'll put it on his business cards as well. Yes. Um, but yeah. So if you're still listening, we really appreciate it. If you've if you've left this podcast, keep playing to help us with algorithms. We appreciate that as well. Um, but if you could and you're still listening, just hit that like, that comment, that subscribe. If you don't do that, you might find yourself in a hotel room with your boss. And I want you to think about who your boss is. Just pause for a second. Think about who your boss is and, and realize that that would – it could possibly be greater than a mild inconvenience. Um, so Definitely. You, you probably just want to hit the subscribe button. Um but yeah, as always, uh, that's all we got. Um, with me tonight was uh, was Brad. He's at KS Brad G on 
Twitter. I am at James Tiffany on Twitter. We collectively um, are at redcard underscore radio. If you think we made any mistakes tonight, if you think we screwed anything up, send those to at whiteheart underscore Sean on Twitter. He is, again, he will handle all of our dissent for the evening, negative comments, complaints, gripes, all that stuff. But until you guys see us again, we really appreciate it and have a good evening.